Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. Well, Kimberly, my wife, welcome to Fried Dates. Thank you. You know what we're going to talk about today? What? We are going to talk about this new obsession we have with the Strength Finder assessments. Oh, it's amazing. It's really, really incredible. Okay, so there are three things that you're going to learn in this episode. The first one is how to improve your relationships, how to excel in business, and how to manage your weakness. So you have been doing a huge vertical dive into the world of strength finders and the assessment and the books and every I'm tripping over books here. Can you explain a little bit more about what this is? Yeah. So, you know, when you're in your relationships, whether they're personal or your business relationships, you know, sometimes you find yourself saying, why do they do that? I don't understand why they have to think that way. And, you know, I ask myself that a lot about you. (laughs) I bet you do. And so you can either find another partner, (laughs) find another business partner, a significant other, or you can really dig in and understand each other and go and like, you know, lead with each other's strengths and really, you know, take advantage of each other's strengths. Your strengths that they're measuring are actually your talent and not your skills. So your knowledge, your skills, practicing, those things are all very, very important to your success. But really what the Strength Finder is measuring is your talent. So you can go to the Gallup Strength Finder link, just Google it, and you can take the test. And I highly recommend that you take the full 34 strength test. It's a little more expensive than the top five, but it's going to give you a much more accurate picture of who you are, what your strengths are, and uh, what your weaknesses are. I was looking for a way... I'm starting a six-figure club in my network marketing team because I want to help 10 people reach six figures within the next 365 days. If someone wants to reach out to you to join your team, what's the best way to do it by email? Sure. If you want some more information, I'm happy to chat. It's heyjetset at gmail.com. All right. So now tell me more about this thing. Yeah. So I took the test myself first and I saw, I started reading about my strengths and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like in my brain. It's a weird test. It's one of those tests when you're taking it that you're like, I don't know what's going to happen when I, you know, at the end of this thing, you know, you don't really know which way to go on some of the questions, but at the end of the day, it's freaking accurate. It's weird because the, the questions that you're getting asked seem so benign and it seems so super obvious to you when you're answering the question like, well, what kind of idiot would answer it any other way yeah. than this? Or and redundant or, it, you know. It, it, it seems like, why, why are they even asking me this? And so it's like, okay, whatever. And then you get the magic that happens, which is the results at the end. And you look at it and you're like, well, of course, <laughs> this, ding, is what, ding, ding. this is what everybody's going to look like until you look at somebody else's. Yeah. And so what was really awesome was because I have the most amazing husband in the world and he knows I'm diving deep with this with my team. He went out and bought me a couple of Strength Finder books. 
And what was great was last weekend, Rob and I played Stupid Idea Time again. And we mapped out an accelerated plan of our next year. For those of you that maybe are new to the show and don't know what we're talking about, Stupid Idea Time is very simply that. It's giving you blue sky thinking time where nothing is off limits. And you could just say, whatever you want to talk about, I'm open to talking about whatever possibility is here we're willing to uncover. We stuck this big, giant, white sticky on the wall, and then we just let it rip. And we just started writing, tearing it, writing, tearing it. And we did it for, I don't know, an hour or two hours. And at the end of it... I think it was longer than you think it was. Probably. And then at the end of it, we had all this information and we said, okay, well, let's let's take this information and let's find a way that we can take all this information and decide what is the next... And we got this from our friend, the, the, the first interview I did on, my, on this podcast, Darren White... Imagine yourself as a triathlete. You are swimming to the next buoy. But even more important for me when I'm brainstorming is scenarios. Well, guess what? My husband doesn't like tangents. And one I can't remember which one of your strengths was it that was, oh, it was focus. And his top five is focus. And he likes to stay focused. And he doesn't like tangents. He doesn't like going off the path. So every time... He's going, okay, what's the next buoy? I'm like, well, let's run the scenarios. He's like, no, what's the next buoy? And I'm like, well, that's how I find them. And, you know, it was a little bit frustrating, but we worked through it. But I didn't really understand why he would not allow me to go through the scenarios. And he probably was sitting there going, why do you need to do this? And then that uh, Sunday at brunch, we brought the Strength Finder book and we started reading each other's strengths. And there, it's basically like reading a description of yourself. <laughs> and it really feels that way. And we learned that he doesn't like tangents. I like scenarios. So guess what? In our relationship, how valuable is that information? Because he knows now that I'm looking for potential roadblocks. I'm looking for the landmines. And I'm trying to find the shortest path. And I'm going to let him know, Hey, Rob, I'm about to take a tangent. Brace yourself because I need to do scenarios. And so now we'll actually understand why each other are doing it. And not just that, but we'll play to the strength that needs at the time. Let's go to the second thing, which is learning how to use the strengths to focus on your business or increase your business or your team or whatever you have. So, you know, in most workplaces, you are if you are doing a job that doesn't play to your strengths, you're not going to be excited about going. You're not going to probably be very happy when you're there. You're probably not going to treat people there very well. So the goal, if you're an owner of a business or if you're managing people, is to not focus on people's weakness. It's to focus on their strengths. So how would you ever do that if you didn't do a test like this? You know, I have a friend who uses this in her company. She works for the Intercontinental. What she said was they are so dialed in to these strengths for each person on her direct team that everybody on the team, and I think it might be a team of six, seven, maybe as many as 10 people, everybody is acutely aware of the other's strengths. So when something comes into the team, they go, oh, oh, that's a number. I'm, I'm making this up. Oh, that's a numbers thing. You give that to Bobby. Can you imagine if you had 10 people and you knew what everybody's strength was for those 10 people, you'd create a freaking army. It's genius. And that's why I'm using this in my six-figure club because now I can get this group of amazing people together, find out their strengths. And then the way that you work on it is you take, you get yourself in your strength zone. So you take your top strengths and you go, okay, 
So mine is ideation or focus or whatever. And you find resources that will help you build the skills and build the knowledge to make those strengths even stronger. If you were doing a numbers job, Rob, you'd be screwed, right? Or or fired. (laughs) Or fired. But we learned in your strengths that you... I I can't remember which ones they were, but you uh, love to talk to people. You love to uncover all of the, the questions and you like to ask questions and you like to dig deeper. And you have all of these natural strengths that when we looked at it, we looked and went, oh my gosh, no wonder you're podcasting and you're amazing at it. It's because you're strong in it. Whereas me, I would suck asking people questions. In fact, I do suck asking people questions because I'm looking at um, strategy and I have big ideas, but I, I don't have that people thing that you do. These strengths are effectively an unfair advantage that people have. And I love that term because instead of trying to develop an unfair advantage, you possess it innately if you know what your unfair advantage is. And a lot of times you don't know because it's like asking a tomato what it's like to be red. Like, you know, I've just always been this way. So I didn't even know that that was a positive. But when you see it and you look at it, you go, oh, not everybody has this? Okay. Well, how do I double down on this to make this even more effective? Yeah. So like to give you an example of how you can use the strengths and weaknesses in your business. So let's say I was uh, owned a clothing store and I needed to hire some staff. I'm just opening. And I have a bunch of people come in. I got 10 people. And they all take the strength finder exam prior to their interview. And I have everybody's top 5 strengths sitting in front of me. I'm going to look at somebody who has in the top five, the strength of woo, winning people over, winning others over. That's going to be a great sales manager. That person is going to be able to connect with people that come into shop, upsell the people that with jewelry and whatever, because they're naturally wanting to talk and to connect. That's their natural place. And they naturally love to win people over versus someone who let's say has strategy, I would probably put them in the back office and I would have them work on business plans and strategic plans and sales plans and stuff like that. Because if you put the strategy person out front and the woo person out back, you're probably not going to be successful. When you started doing this for the people on your uh, on your team, what was the what was your assessments when you got all of these results back and you started looking at them? What were the aha moments? What were the you know like just yeah. explain that to me? Well, it's really funny actually because I have um, you know I have a team of over five thousand now, so I've been doing this for three years, and I have quite a few people and personalities and you can see, okay, well, those people are kind of alike. And you know, the concept of network marketing is to love a product and share the product. Well, who do you share it to? You share it to the people in your network. Well, guess what? I have solid proof that like attracts like because of the teams of people that have taken the Strength Finder, there is a direct connection between the people that are on the same team. So if you know, um, Sally helped Susie get started, Sally and Susie's Strength Finders are really similar. All right. So here's what I learned. For 80 bucks, I get to understand my wife, I get to understand myself, and I get to understand all of the people that I work with around me so I can help manage them, encourage them, inspire them in a much better, 
bespoke, tailored way to them. So um, I can't I can't recommend this enough. Kim, what's the best way for people to uh, to find this? What do I go? Strengthfinders.com or something? Yeah, I would just Google Gallup Strength Finder. All right, that's it, everybody. Have a great day and we will see you next week for the next episode of Friday. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.